Hi everyone, and I'm mad excited because 6ix9ine is back and we are talking about Gooba. That is right, this is a song review. It is a little unconventional about when Mr. 6ix9ine, the snitch himself, comes back from the jail places and comes through and drops a track called Gooba over here, comes out. I'm going to come and talk about it in a timely fashion for once and try to be a little trend hoppy. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. This is a little pseudo bonus episode of the Headspace podcast where typically we break down new hip hop track by track, go through the songs. This case is just the one song. Gooba. But before I get into that, I do want to kind of touch on 6 9 a little bit because there's just some misconceptions I see all over the internet. I knew when he came out of jail, he was going to come back and drop something that was going to be particularly fire. And he is going to effectively take over billboards, pick up, and move on. Now, this may be a hot take that you may not agree with, but if you don't see how this works, then it's like you haven't really been paying attention. Just because a lot of old dudes are going to talk about snitching, snitching, whatever, he can go hide in the middle of freaking some place that nobody's going to be at, some secluded area, and just effectively drop music for the next year till everyone just kind of stops caring. Because here's the thing. The people who consume this dude's music, like myself, actually now, don't care that he's a snitch. Do you think I give a crap that this guy's a snitch? Do you think I believe half the rappers I listen to? Do you think I listen to rappers who tell me all this stuff in this era and go, those guys are legitimate as they self-snitch in their damn rhymes? Like, y'all got it twisted in my opinion. That just because this man stood in court and actually snitched, whereas dude over there talks about what his gang commits a bunch of crimes, effectively telling the feds, yo, pay attention to this particular unit. And uh, that's different somehow? Street creds? I don't know. Maybe my middle, because uh, I'm a middle class Canadian dude from Canadian hood to Canadian middle class. It's not like I've ever gone through anything, etc., etc. So I'm not trying to misrepresent myself, but who the hell do you think listens to this dude? People like me trying to mosh out while they do some dishes, man. So what happened was, I'm going to tell you all a little story. Trap Lord Ross did his fantastic docuseries. And I, le- I watched all seven episodes of this, uh, the 6 9 situation, which is dope. Check it out. And I watched his story. But what ended up happening is I heard Billy and I heard Gummo. And I, and I listened to these tracks for like the first time. And I'm like, you know what? These are banging. And I added a couple to my Spotify. And the next thing I knew, every single... Th- Billy really hit me. I don't know. There's nothing like that. Saying shot, 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 shot. Oh, there's just something about the energy and the way he does that. That's just like... Like, how can he stand still? Like, how can you honestly stay still listening to 6 9 And then for the people who want to talk about how dude can't rap, I mean, he's very clear in his language because there's a bunch of people who say that right he's very clear he hits really hard and if you're in a bad aggressive mood or like lately i've gotten into like exercising and stuff i want to throw on some six nine when i'm punching in like air do shadow boxings and stuff and i this is the kind of energies i want or like i gotten into this combination of dancing while i wash dishes so i throw on some six nine because he just gives me that energy to like throw enough force to raise my heart rate enough to exercise so like there's honestly nobody in my opinion that i've heard better than a couple of tracks that he has brought to my palette in the last six months of all the music i consume go look on his channel for the particular goal of moshing out while doing dishes literally like six nine that travis barker suicide boys album like there's certain 
things that I'll hear that just hit a certain need. And this hits my punk side. And I really love it. So I threw on Gooba. And it's dope. I mean, it's it's kind of like if I was going to hope for something to antagonize my girlfriend with by playing it incessantly in the shower while I'm my show. I'm telling you, Gooba hits it, man. Right off the jump, right? So this track, let's talk about the cover because I have the cover there. I love it. It reminds me of 6ix9ine, and it's like this troll-ass motherfucker does not give a shit that you don't like him, nor should he. He is going to pop. There are 2,470 people on the Genius page along with me at this moment. Listen, y'all y'all old heads who think that lyrical stuff, or guys like who are into K Reno and stuff, who all believe whatever they want to believe, who don't understand a damn thing about internet marketing, does not realize that very few people on this planet can pull over 2K simultaneous views on Genius on a day like, like that's a lot of people at the same time, okay? 6ix9ine is a hot media commodity. And you know what? He is a living meme of entertainment. And there are a lot of people that are attracted to that. So I just had to get all that out. And you know what? I'm certain somebody's disliked and whatever. And I'm okay with that. Because the truth is, the whole point for me is to give you some context into where I'm at with 6ix9ine coming into this Gooba track. So right off the jump, the beat produced by Payday and Sinead Clark, whatever it says on Genius, it's just hard hitting. It's just got this chorus. I tell her, don't tick right, don't blick right. And there's the way he's hitting that. Like, how do you stay still? I'm just fucking pumping. I just feel like I just got to start jumping up and down in place to the cadence citizen it's fucking hard hitting like it just makes me want to fight or smash some shit it doesn't matter what he's saying it really matters how he says it and sometimes and i think a lot of people who consume music don't realize that in some ways hip-hop stems back to an energy-driven dancey kind of feel before it gets lyrical miracles and shit so what i'm trying to say is there is a place for some shit that's just wild out repetitious call and chant for the live show type shit like that is a valid thing to create it serves a purpose in the ecosystem of music as it exists so i hear this and i'm like this is six nine back on his shit you know leave it to the double thick thighs twin sisters again nothing brilliant but he's spitting it at that high energy cadence where it's just pounding like you want to get up but i'm like seriously so much stuff is so laid back and chilled out and this shit is just fucking banging drop it down and wobble go wobble up mommy booted up she got down and gobble gobble up because my money up is any of this overly profound is any of this the like magic in the world that like y'all gonna listen to and go philosophize on no but if you cut out what he's saying and then you look at how he says it, how he rhymes it, how on point everything is. This dude is killing it. I don't care what anyone says out there, honestly. As a rapper, I think 6ix9ine is extremely technically proficient. And the way he does the screaming shit is just energizing. And this track, this chorus, this all of this makes me want to jump. And I tell you something. I never say the word, but every other word it is. I'm going to be screaming out. I'm going to be cycling around the whole neighborhood being like, it, drop it down, wobble, wobble. But I don't know it yet. Slide, slide into the Bentley trucker. The right, don't care about. Your bestie is a dick sucker, a big dubber, a salala, whatever. I don't care about anything he's saying, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, I know how much fun i'm gonna be screaming out you big hater you nothing but a hater hater clout chaser why because it's infantile and sometimes you just want to tap into your inner pettiness and rage to fuck out and he does this so 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 well and then the verse comes in and it's just whatever six nine keeping on going now catch uh now we catch him in a chicken spot up a couple chops pop that with a couple shots top top did he made that did he pop cha 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 and you know what 
people can say whatever, but I like the way he uses the the I don't remember what the term is, but like when you basically make the sounds with your mouth to be the sound effects, like using cha 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 to like kind of describe in an effect of like that gun sound or the beat skipping or whatever the fuck he's saying here. Um, but just the way he delivers it, the way he bounces off the the beat, and then to follow that up like with a couple lines later, always talking shit, yada yada yada, and just kind of it might sound lazy. But I find it to be like really clever and imaginative, right? Like not a lot of people can get away with dropping yada yada into a track and somehow had that rhyming with ratatata and like kind of making it all work while saying we come through for real and everybody's talking shit, blah, 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 but we're going to fuck you up. Listen, it's a 6ix9ine song. I wasn't expecting anything other than that. So, I mean, it's as expected for the kind of music it is if you want to feel like a badass and to keep on going. People always want clout shape, bitch. I'm clout. I mean, he's got a point by the numbers of social media era land. Is he uh, like a goat in terms of the best artist of all time? No, but he's a good businessman who really knows how to make a banging one kind of sound really, really well. And as far as clout's concerned... I would argue Clout's a media numbers game, to which he's up there. He's one of those guys that is just like diva status in terms of his pop status and whatnot. I don't know. Well said. Everything about this feels authentic and energy. I mean, a lot of other people talk about this kind of stuff who I certainly don't believe are actually out there pulling triggers. So that can't be the metric for making gun bars. Um, tell him get up out my face now for I girt or whatever. You dumb, you stupid or dumb, huh? Which I feel like is calling back to his tracks, you know, uh, dummy, uh, the album Dummy Boy, the track Stupid, all that other shit. Because it kind of sounds like, bitch, you dumb, da dumb, 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 da dumb. And the way he rolled that out, I like it. It made me feel a little nostalgic for another tune I really enjoy. Uh, play me like a dummy, like, bitch, are you dumb? Are you dumb, stupid or dumb, huh? I just it's just fun like it kind of he knows how to do that well his level of understanding of digital marketing is absolutely next level it's really like because i'm a digital marketer in my corporate day job so like when you see a guy who's really good at what you do for a living you don't care as much about the shit that other people pay attention to you recognize talent when you see it yeah you got some money but you still fucking ugly stupid listen when i talk you better listen we can make him dance whatever slide over do the cha-cha whatever so he's whatever just coming through and shooting you again it's not about what he's saying it's just the energy and the way he swabbed it because across all it is he effectively switches his flow up every three four bars honestly giving you a kind of fresh and dynamic experience to play with i find that really insightful or not insightful, but delightful is what I meant to say. Anyway, the rest of this verse is, is garbage in terms of content. Two steps, spin around, so fly pilot. They sick, been hot way before coronavirus. Who did that? Who? I don't like what he said. This part was the only part I was like, okay, that line is so corny. However, does it fit? Yeah. A lot of other people are going to like it? Probably. I think it's corny, but watch how I scream that shit out while I'm riding my bike in six months. That's just likely. Um, chorus kicks back in. And I really, really like it. Um, I'm pretty sure after the second chorus, there is a beat drop where it kind of cuts out and then it slams in. And I find it really delightful the way that he can spin and have that level of control and mastery with his music because it does create a more alive song. Like when whoever he's working with, I don't care if it's him or his team, uh, they really know how to picture this shit live is what I'm trying to say. This is going to be an amazing live show song. 
Anyway, you're mad, I'm back, big mad, he's mad, she's sad, big sad, haha, don't care, stay mad, whatever. And the rest of the verse goes on in that kind of vein. Um, people tweeting about him, got him trending, bitch, you big sad. Uh, tell me how I ratted, come home to a big bag. Uh, he's kind of got a point, in my opinion. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of people out there that are really, really mad at him right they're real sad and you might not call that kind of blatant but i think he's trying to be childish on purpose right and he has kind of every right to be a lot of people got up in his business fair enough a lot of people turn him into a joke at the internet fair enough a lot of people don't want him to return and then he comes back and i guarantee you he's about to make some serious money get a proper deal do all the things that are supposed to happen to a person and he just got out of jail like i know that doesn't count to you cats above the age of 25 that were probably not gonna listen to 6ix9ine anyway, the loudest proponent of people who are calling him a snitch and trying to boycott him. But I just don't think that a lot of young people give a shit. Cause I mean, just look at the state of hip hop in terms of the pop side of it all. There's like everything, man. There's like everything. You got the uh, you got the Four Owls who just dropped the 1990s classic album in 2020. You got All Right, A Rugged Man out showing Eminem. You got a good Eminem album. I mean, there's just all sorts of everything's going on. So 6ix9ine is obviously going to come in and dominate in that lane. And then with all the different lanes out there, with like all the different ways people can see it, it's like people's going to talk all their shit in their little ecosystems and bubbles. Like I know the behind that suit audience and typical is probably not going to like a 6ix9ine track. Fair enough. But like, I still do. I still think the dude has this energy. He spits proper. His beat choices selection is great. I'd give this track a 4.5 on 5. The music video, I watched it once. I enjoy women in colorful outfits dancing, and I enjoy how happy he looks. I enjoy how mad a lot of people are going to be over 6ix9ine. And I'm looking forward to the rage. Honestly, as 6ix9ine makes millions. Like that, that line about trending was really smart because... That's what's gonna happen. Do you know why I like 6ix9ine? The real truth of it, it wasn't just Trap Lil Ross. Let me bring you back before that. I was at work and two of my colleagues who honestly don't know anything about hip hop, honestly, proceeded to diss him and call him a snitching and a bunch of other stuff. And then I went ahead and like around like the next couple of days, the Trap Lil Ross thing came out. But like I listened to 6ix9ine and I'm like, what they were saying was stupid. It is one thing to attack 6ix9ine for how he fits into the culture based on your ethics in terms of what, like, like the way 50 Cent is attacking him. But I feel like more people look at the colorful hair and face tats and condemn him without even, like, hearing a tune. Like, people who, I don't know, it's just a weird, weird world. I, I don't know. Gooba is a good song. I like it. I'ma keep listening to it. That's what's up. That's all I gotta say about that. So with that being said, we can end the episode. Subscribe to the channel for uh, more reviews if you would like to see that. Typically it's gonna be albums, but I suppose if this episode does exceptionally well because of the timing of it, maybe we'll do more singles uh, as they drop on a Friday because this is a lot quicker for me to prepare. Like it though, please. I mean, I'm in dire need of your help. No, but for real, if you do dig it, uh, let's deep dive together. Um, if you subscribe, that would be cool. 
Uh, special thanks to the – oh, if you leave a comment, I forgot. I'll talk to you in the comment section as much as possible. I try to answer everybody within a couple of days max. And special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, AJ Black Hurricane, Lindell Williams, Scribble, and Carl J is back with us, which is dope. So welcome back. It's cool. Uh, he literally joined us again right before filming this video. So if he's not on the card sorry didn't have it yet anyway uh they're dope they get to tell us what albums they want to review and as time goes on if you guys want you can like help us out with some donations over there and the more we can flush things out we can figure out ways to make it more interesting and build up a community we're about looking at that music for the sake of the music and just seeing what it's really about so if that's what you're about and you're like a studious type of person this might be the world you want to kick it with us Anyway, thank y'all. I got music coming too. You can check in the description of this video. There's a DistroKid link for my new track called Behind That Suit coming May 13th. If you can pre-follow, it would be mad dope. If you can follow me on Spotify, it would be mad dope. Either way, you'll see the music video for that drop in May 13th on this very channel. So subscribe for that. On that note, it's been fun. Live long and prosper, everyone.